Hi Kerry, we've just received a surprise refund from our insurance company. They said it was something to do with excesses we'd paid on a couple of vehicle claims. Out of the blue, but very happy to receive. Maybe this is something in regard to the insurance topic you're about to discuss. Well, we'll find out very shortly. Um, because I'm joined now by Claire Bollingford, FMA, the Financial Markets Authority, Director of Banking and Insurance. Good morning, Claire. Kia ora, Kerry. Kia ora. Would this have been a, as a result of your reviews into you, the insurance companies around New Zealand? It's quite likely that it is a result of um, us asking the insurers to review their own practices to make sure that customers were getting fair treatment across the board, yes. Well, I was trying to read the stories around this. I was attracted by the headline naturally, as I think a lot of people would be, thousands of insurance customers to receive refunds over payment mistakes. But then the report really does just talk about culture and conduct and poor understanding. Yeah. And so, I mean, what does all that what does all that corporate speak actually mean in real life? Absolutely. So, so what that all means in real life? Well, the reason that we did um, we did ask insurers to review their practices in the first place is that the government's bringing in new rules yeah. to make sure that insurers do treat their customers fairly. And what we asked them to do was make sure that they're ready for that um, that new regime coming in. Right. And our review our review um, effectively um, looked over their responses and identified any gaps that there were in those responses and also asked them to provide us with information on any issues that they've identified within their own organisations. And that's really where this, um, where these refunds are coming from. Uh, it's, it's because they've reviewed their product sets and realised that some mistakes have been made and some errors have been made. And what they're going about, the process they're, they're going through now is that they are um, going through their systems and making sure that customers get recompensed where they've been uh, overcharged uh, or where discounts haven't been applied. It's interesting how I've just done a review with my insurers because um, it seemed to be paying an awful lot of money for an awful lot of insurance. And then I realised it's just because we're crusty old people and, you know, the the policies go up as your risk becomes greater and there's really not much you can do. But I also, uh, a few years ago, found out that I'd been paying a smoker's premium on huge amounts of insurance when in fact I hadn't smoked for 15 years. How much should be should the onus be on the consumer? How much on the company? That's a really good question, Kerry. And I think there is there is a joint responsibility there because insurers don't know mm. always if there have been changes of circumstances. So for example, if you if you were a smoker when you took out your policy, yep. um, then um, they wouldn't necessarily know that you'd stop smoking unless you told them that. Yeah. But it should be something that an advisor should be able to help you with if you do want to review uh, those policies. It's a really good idea, particularly when it comes to um, life insurance, yep. um, to um, have an advisor help you through that process so that you can make sure that you get the best deal. Um, but just to be clear, that the report that we've issued today is actually focused on um, general insurers. And by yep. that, we mean people who provide your car insurance, your, your home insurance, that, that type of product. So at the moment when people read that headline, do they just sit back and wait for their insurer to contact them if they've been overcharged? Or should they contact the insurance company and say, hmm, I understand you've just gone through a review. What does that mean for me? Yeah, so so I think um, the onus is on the insurer to make sure that they are contacting customers who may have been impacted by any of the issues um, that, that we, we detail in our reports. 
but also it is sensible to review um, uh, the policies yourself as well. Mm. So make sure that you do have uh, a policy that suits your needs. Um, make sure that uh, if you were promised a discount, for example, um, when you took out the policy, um, do check in that that's been applied. And if you're not quite sure, uh, it's a good idea to give your insurer a call just to make sure that's happened. Okay, so the main thing around it would be to check that when you had a discount applied because you had three or four policies with the company, that's still being applied to your premiums. Anything else that people can look towards? I think, I think, as I said, it's really making sure that people have the right policy for their needs um, and, and checking that if there is anything there they're not sure about, then they can either get in contact with, with a broker, with their advisor, um, or the insurance company themselves to check that out. Um, that we, we did identify a few different issues, but um, I think the, um, uh, the lack of discounts being applied to some customers um, where they held... Uh, uh, multiple policies mm. with companies was was probably the the more significant one okay. that we saw there. I was also thinking maybe if you're downsizing, say you go from a five bedroom house to a two bedroom cottage, you would then look at downsizing your premiums for contents insurance, wouldn't you? You wouldn't just stay on the same old, same old. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a really good idea if your circumstances change, and certainly in that example, if you're if you're downsizing your property, you'd obviously need to um, reinsure uh, the home if, yeah. if that was what you're doing. So the building itself will have changed, uh, and the location will have changed, and and indeed, if if, if you have if you have fewer contents yeah. uh, as a result of that, it's a good idea to check your policy and make sure you're not overinsured yeah. in that regard um, and paying too much on your premiums. Yeah. And when we do talk about the culture and conduct. What is what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. So what we talk what we're talking about when we're talking about conduct and, and then the culture of the organization is really how these firms are behaving in practice and over time. So it's how they're treating their customers. It talks to what controls they're putting in place to make sure um, that any errors, any emissions um, in their in their systems are getting picked up quickly uh, and then are getting fixed quickly as well. That that's our expectation. Um, in that regard. Um, and it also goes to, um, you know, we haven't found instances, and I think customers can be assured here, uh, we haven't found instances throughout our review that, that insurers are trying to rip people off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to say these are errors and omissions um, that have resulted in these um, overcharging practices or, and, and people being um, uh, remediated as a result of that. Uh, and what we really want to do is just make sure that they've got good um, they've got good controls in place to make sure that doesn't happen again. What we haven't seen is what we call misconduct, which are, which are, which are deliberate acts uh, of being deceptive or selling people products that they really don't need. Excellent. Well, that's good news. That would it be, is. <laughs> that would have been very good news when you were doing that. Claire, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. I hope... I, People have found that helpful. That's kind of cut through the corporate speak. Thank you so much. Claire Bollingford, uh, FMA Director of Banking and Insurance.